This is episode number four of the Squiggly Cactus Show. Um, thank you for tuning in and watching. Um, the first episode was really good. Second episode kind of faded off, and the third episode is not done very well. But we're gonna keep producing them and see what happens. Um, today is Friday, October twenty-first. I'm just gonna break down this week's um, college football games, and we'll just discuss that. And then maybe I'll have another guest on next week. So we're going to start out in the ACC. They had a game last night between Virginia and Georgia Tech. It seemed to be a pretty good game. Uh, a lot of defense, 16-9 was the final score. Um, I have not watched Virginia Tech much at all this year. I've watched a couple of games with Georgia Tech. Um, it's good to see that Virginia is getting on track again. They're 3-4. Georgia Tech is now 3-4. Um, to start off on Saturday, we have a uh, top 15 matchup. Two undefeated teams, Syracuse at Clemson. Um, Clemson is, I think Clemson is a little bit better team. Um, I don't know. I really do like Syracuse because they're quarterback. But um, mm, this is a tough one. I think Clemson is just going to be a little too much. The line has Clemson pretty pretty well favored by 14 points. Um, moving on to the 10:30 game, we have Duke at Miami. I like Miami in this one. Duke's just Duke's just not as a, a complete team as Miami, but Duke is a good team. Um, Chris Ball is going to get Miami turned around, and they're going to start winning some football games pretty quick. Uh, the one thirty game is Boston College at Wake Forest. Wake Forest is ranked number 13, and they're 5-1. Their only loss is to Clemson, um, and it was overtime or double overtime. I can't remember. But uh, I think Wake Forest wins this game, and I, I don't think it's going to be real close at all. And then the, the later the later afternoon game is going to be 6 o'clock. It's going to be Pittsburgh at Louisville. Um, I like Pittsburgh in this game. They say Louisville is supposed to win, but I like Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is a little better team than they have played this year. You know, they're 4-2, 1-1 in conference play. Louisville is 3-3, 1-3 in conference play. Um, I don't know. I, I really just think Pittsburgh is a better team than, than Louisville is. I could be wrong. Who knows? I might be. Um, we'll go to the American Conference. Um, tonight there's a game, Tulsa-Temple. Neither one of them has a win in conference play. Both are two and four. I think that, uh, I don't know. I haven't watched either one of these teams play. I think Tulsa um, is probably going to be the better team, just they ordinarily are. Um, but I'll go with Temple, just, you know, why not? Um, and then to start off on Saturday, uh, the 10 o'clock game in Cincinnati at SMU. I think Cincinnati's going to win this game, and uh, but it could be close. It could be close. It might be a blowout, though, but um, it, it might be close. I think Cincinnati wins by touchdown, maybe 10. Um, the 10 o'clock game is Houston at Navy. Um, the line has this close really – or this, the line has this game really close. I think Houston wins this game pretty handily. Um, the over-under is 50-and-a-half. That's a lot of points. I don't know if Navy can score that many. So uh, I look to see. I look to see at uh, Houston doing most of the scoring in this game. The one thirty game is Memphis at Tulane. Tulane is number twenty five. They are three zero in the American Conference, six and one throughout the year. Um, I don't know much about Tulane. I know that they gave Houston a pretty close game. Um, they just beat South Florida by fourteen. They beat East Carolina. They beat Houston. Um, their only loss is the Southern Miss. Um, they beat Kansas State, Alcorn State, UMass. I think Tulane wins this game. I just don't think that there's there's much of a game here at all. Um, yeah, I think Tulane wins this maybe by 10, 14. 
somewhere in that area. Um, the 5.30 game on ESPNU is UCF at East Carolina in Greenville. I think UCF wins this. I, East Carolina started out pretty good, but I don't know. I just I think UCF's a little bit better, personally. But like I said, I may be wrong. Who knows? Um, then we move on to the Big 12. There's some big games this weekend in the Big 12 as far as the Big 12 standings go. Um, the 10 o'clock game is Kansas at Baylor. As much as I want Kansas to win this, I just don't think they can beat Baylor. Um, Baylor's favored by 10. Uh, we'll be lucky if, if Kansas keeps us that close. Um, the over-under is 58. It's going to be a high-scoring game, just like all Big 12 games usually are. Actually, going through the Big the Big 12, the whole conference, the, the over-under, the lowest over-under is 55 So for this weekend. Um, so I think Baylor wins this. I don't think it's going to be close. Some people think it's going to be close. I just don't know. Um, if, the, if Kansas gets their starting quarterback back, I think it will be closer. But I don't know. I really, I, I really thought that the Kansas was going to lose worse last year, last week, than they did against uh, OU. But I don't know. If Daniels plays, it'll be a pretty good game. If Daniels doesn't play, it might be kind of like just like last week. Um, the one o'clock game is West Virginia at at Texas Tech in Lubbock. Gonna be a great day for football. I think this is gonna start out as a really close game, and I think one team is gonna pull away at the end. I think it's gonna be West Virginia that pulls away. I um, I I'm. I want to go West Virginia here, but Tech, it's just so hard to win at Tech. Um, I really like West Virginia, though. I think West Virginia West Virginia really needs this win, too, if they're going to have any kind of bowl contention or anything like that. They're both 3-3. Three and three. They're both 1-2 and twelve, one and two in the Big 12. Tech needs this win real bad, too. Um, for the fact that it's in Lubbock, I, I, I have to go Tech, I feel like. But I really want to go West Virginia here. But I think Tech, they have the line as Tech favored by 6. That's, that's pretty close, I think. Um, one of the bigger games of the weekend is going to be at 1.30 on ABC. It's going to be Texas at Oklahoma State. This probably decides who wins um, or who's going to be playing in the Big 12 championship. I think Texas is pretty good with Quinn Ewers. I think Oklahoma State is pretty deadly too on offense. I like Texas on the upset here. Texas is 20, Oklahoma State's 11. But I think, te like I said, Texas, if they don't, if they don't lose Quinn Ewers, they might be 7-0 and and sit number one in the nation right now because if Quinn Ewers doesn't go down, I think they beat Alabama. Um, I don't know. I, I like Texas in this game for some reason. I just think that Texas is going to do it. Texas is actually favored to do it. I didn't even look at that. Um, Texas is favored by six. I, I think that it might be a, a not as close of a game as that. I think I think uh, whoever win at halftime probably wins the game. And whoever can just make some stops on D, you know, that's that's always a story in the Big 12. They're just whoever can make that stop. Um, the 6 o'clock game is Kansas State at TCU. This is also going to play in really big into who is in the Big 12 championship. Um, I don't know. I think that this is going to be a close game. Right now, TCU is at the top, and then Kansas State is second in the Big 12. I don't know. Um, and then it goes Texas, Oklahoma State. So, um, you know, there's some big matchups there this weekend. The top two, number one and number two, and number three and number four play from the uh, from from uh, the standings point of view of the Big 12. I think that I, I really want to see Kansas State win just so TC can get knocked out. But I hope TCU does win for the fact that, the, that they did beat Kansas and it does look better for Kansas. 
Um, with it being at home, I'm just going to take the home team here, number eight versus number 17. Eight's the home team. It's in Fort Worth. I think TCU's just going to hang on. Their, their offenses look really good, and their defense is stepping up when they need to and making plays when they have to, and it's just going to be really good. Going back to the can the Texas game, I think Texas is going to start running the ball a lot better than they had been. Um, they're kind of getting that turned around in the last couple weeks, and I think they're going to have to – they don't have to depend on their quarterback as much, which takes a lot of pressure off Quinn Ewers. If you don't put pressure on Quinn Ewers, you're not going to beat him. Uh, if you let him get comfortable by any means, he's going to take full advantage of that, and he's just going to beat the brakes off you. Um, so that's it for the Big 12. you got four games this week, four big games. Um, and every single game really holds a lot of a lot of power into who goes into the Big 12 um, championship game. Moving on to the Big 10. Um, the 10 a.m. game on Fox is Iowa at Ohio State. I think Ohio State wins this game. They have they said the line is Ohio State by 30. I mean, wow, that's uh, that's. Oof. I think it's going to be a blowout. I don't know about 30, but I think Ohio State. I mean, I I see Ohio State scoring like 42 points in this game. I just don't see Iowa scoring more than 15. So I mean, yeah, that's pretty close. Um, Ohio State's just looked really dominant. They haven't really had too much of any kind of a challenge at all this year. The most challenging game that they had on their schedule was the first game of the year against Notre Dame, and they looked pretty comfortable against Notre Dame in the second half. Um, last week they beat Michigan State by 29. They beat Rutgers by 39. They beat Wisconsin by 36. Toledo by 56. Arkansas State, you know, shouldn't have even played them. You know, I think Ohio State is going to be – I think Ohio State wins the national championship if Texas isn't in there because Texas, I think Texas is the only team that can keep up with Ohio State on offense. It's just, you know, that's that's a discussion for another day, though. Um, another 10 a.m. game is Indiana at Rutgers. This is going to be a pretty close game. I don't see any team blowing either one of them out. It's in, it's in Rutgers or at Rutgers in New Jersey. I think that Indiana's – a decent team, but I think Rutgers is just going to be a little bit better. I think the home team here, the line has Rutgers winning by three. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, the one thirty game is Purdue at Wisconsin. <sighs> they have Wisconsin favorite, but I don't, I don't, I don't see that. I think Purdue is going to go in, and I think they're going to, they're going to steamroll them in, in Madison, Wisconsin. I think Purdue's just, they're catching, they're catching fire right about the right time. Um, you know, they played a little bit of a closer game against Nebraska Nebraska last week than they probably should have. But I think that I think they're going to do just fine in this game. Um, it shouldn't be much of a much of an issue at all. Um, the one thirty game is Northwestern at Maryland. I want to say that Maryland wins this game. The line has Maryland winning by fourteen. Northwestern is not that great. Um, their only win so far is against Nebraska, who's also not that great. I think that if Maryland, I think I want to say that Tagovailoa got hurt last week. Um, yeah, his knee. So he's a game time decision. Is what it's saying. If he plays, it's going to be a little bit different ball game. But I, I really just see that Maryland's going to win this game, um, whether he plays or not. And then the the later game is Penn State hosting Minnesota. Penn State's number sixteen took their first loss last week against Michigan, and it wasn't a super close game. They lost by twenty four. Um, I want to say that Minnesota puts up a fight here, and it's going to make it close. But I think Penn State's just—I think they have a wideout. Wideouts are hard to play at Penn State in, and uh, I think Penn State's just going to win this game. So that's it for the Big Ten. Um, 
we'll go through here in a second, look at all the standings for each conference and everything. Um, we'll go over to the Mountain West. Starting at 12.30, you got Notre Dame hosting UNLV. I think Notre Dame wins this game pretty easy. UNLV hasn't shown to be anything super special this year. Um, the line has Notre Dame a 26 and a half. That's that's pretty good spread there. Yeah, I think Notre Dame gets it done. I don't know about 26 and a half, though. Uh, the 2 o'clock game is probably going to be uh, – it might be a pretty close game. It's Hawaii-Colorado State. Neither team's looked real promising this year. Hawaii has two wins over to Quince and uh, Nevada. Um and Colorado State, you know, they started out the year getting absolutely obliterated by Michigan, and they beat Nevada, too. So, I mean, they have a common win. If you go off the common win and you want to pick your favorite, um, Hawaii beat Nevada by 15, and Colorado State beat Nevada by almost the exact same. Um, oh, no, I lied. Nevada, they only won by three. So, that's that's a correction there. I thought it said 27 to 14, but it's 17 to 14. So, if you go off of that, Hawaii should, should win that. But it's at home. Hawaii has a little bit of ways to travel. Uh, it's at home for Colorado State, so Hawaii has a little ways to travel. Um, you know, I'm just going to go against Green here. I think Hawaii is going to win this game. Um, the line shows it to be pretty close, and I think it will be pretty close either way. But who knows? The 4 o'clock game is San Jose State at New Mexico State down there in Las Cruces. The line shows San Jose State by 21 and a half. Um, New Mexico State shocked the state last year, or last week, when they beat New Mexico by 13. So, I mean, or 12, not 13, 12. So, I think that, uh, you know, New Mexico State might put up a fight, but I think Jose, San Jose State's just a little bit better team than New Mexico State's played. So, I, I, I'll take San Jose State there. San Jose State's quarterback, too, has been looking pretty sharp this year. He's he's a little bit better than everybody else in the conference. Um the 4:30 game, it's going to be an absolute blowout. I think Fresno State goes to Albuquerque to play New Mexico, UNM. Um, the line shows 10 and a half point favorite for Fresno State, but I don't think it's going to be that close. I think Fresno State's going to go in there and they're going to look like they're like they need to be. They're going to be in tip-top shape, I think, and I think they're going to give it to New Mexico. New Mexico is just kind of in a rebuild. They just fired their OC. Um, they have a a young offensive coordinator now. Um, he was the either the quarterbacks or the receivers coach. He's he was a head coach in New Mexico at a high school. He built a really good program. Got pulled up. Um, he's a stand-up dude, but I just think that I think Fresno is just gonna be a little too much for New Mexico. Um, I really hope to see that New Mexico has a good game, but I just think that Fresno State's just gonna be too much for him. Uh, the five o'clock game is Air Force hosting Boise State. This is gonna be a, a particularly close game, I think. Boise State, um, I think I, I would have thought they would have had a, better, a little bit better of a season than they're having, but, I mean, I don't know. Uh, the quarterback did enter the transfer portal last I heard. He's still in the transfer portal. I don't think he's playing. Um, I, Boise State, just every time you, every time I've depended on them this year to win, I just – they haven't. So for that fact, I'm going for Air. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Air Force in this. The line has Air Force winning by two. It's gonna be a close game. Um, it's at the Air Force Academy in Colorado. I I just think the Air Force just takes this win, and it, it'll be a good win for Air Force. They're two and two, and Boise State's undefeated in conference play. Um, the later games are uh, Utah State at Wyoming. I like Wyoming in this one. Utah State's not a bad team, but I just I think Wyoming's just gonna be a little bit better. 
And then the 8.30 game is San Diego State at Nevada. Nevada's just not been able to put it together this year so far. Um, their only two wins are Texas State and New Mexico State, and then they lost to Hawaii, Colorado State, Air Force, Iowa, and Infinite Word um, from San Antonio. I just think that San Diego State's going to be all over for a little bit. Um, now we go to the Pac-12. Uh, they have a really good matchup, UCLA at Oregon, number 9 versus number 10, both undefeated in Pac-12 play. Oregon has one loss. Um, I want to say that's the Georgia, 49-3 to start the season. They've turned it around. They've, they've put up some pretty good games. Um, I like UCLA in this one. I think UCLA is just a little bit better of a team. I think UCLA has a little bit better of a quarterback. And uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, uh, Bo Nix has just looked – um, just out of touch with some of the receivers throughout the year, and he just doesn't look like he's got it together just quite yet. This game would be a really good testing game for him. If they win this game, they probably go to the Pac-12 championship. Um, it's in Oregon. It's going to be a close game. I don't think either team's going to blow each other out. I think they're I think they're pretty close in uh, comparison, and I think UCLA is just a little bit better. Uh, the two o'clock game is Arizona State at Stanford. This should be a close game. Uh, Stanford's two and four. Arizona State's two and four. Arizona State's one and two in Pac-12 play, and Stanford's zero and four. I think Stanford's gonna win this one. Um, Stanford has had a decently tough schedule, but they just beat Notre Dame last week. Um, I know Notre Dame's not who they used to be or what they were projected to be at the start of this year, but um, you know, three out of the four losses for Stanford were against ranked teams. So you can't really hold that against them. They're not a bad team at all. And then Arizona State, you know, they have two wins over Northern Arizona, which is an FCS school, and then Washington, who was ranked. They put up an upset um, against Washington. But then they lost to three ranked teams and then Eastern Michigan. So, I mean, neither team has had some has had terrible losses. I mean, they don't have great wins by any means, but they don't have bad losses. Uh, this should be a, a rather close game, though. The over and under is 53.5, so they project it to be a really high-scoring game. The 6 o'clock game on Pac-12 Network, I didn't even know that was a thing, is Colorado State at Oregon State. I think Oregon State's going to obliterate Colorado. Colorado hasn't really turned it around this year. They just haven't looked real well. They they got their first win last week against Cal. Um, you know, Cal's not any kind of dominant force, though. Um, Colorado's just kind of in that rebuild mode like Nebraska, um, like a lot of these teams that, you know, used to be pretty dominant every year in, every year in and out, and they're just not what they, what they once were. Um, so I got Oregon State in this one. The, the, the line has Oregon State winning by 24. That's, that's quite a spread. Um, I don't know. I, I really hope to see that Colorado puts up a good game, but I think Oregon State's just a little bit too much for them. Um, the late game is Washington at California. Uh, Washington just came off a bad loss um, that they, they probably should have won. They uh, Two weeks ago, they came off a loss against Arizona State. They probably should have won that. They went last week, played Arizona. Played Arizona a little tight for it being Arizona. Um, California just come off a loss to Colorado. It's going to be – I think both teams are kind of looking to turn their season around. Um, I think Washington's just a little bit too much of a team for California. Um, but it's in Berkeley. Who knows? California might put up a good fight, but I think at the end of the day, it's just going to be Washington. just going to be a little bit better. Um, moving on to the SEC, we have UT Martin at Tennessee. This isn't even going to be a game. Um, 
It, I just I just don't see it being close at all. I think Tennessee might win by 50 or more. The 130 game on CBS is Ole Miss at LSU. This is going to be a little bit closer than I think people are going to look at. Um, Ole Miss is undefeated, hasn't hasn't uh, and haven't lost. I mean, obviously they haven't lost an SEC play either, but they haven't played a terribly close game other than the Kentucky game all year. The Kentucky game they won by three, but every other game has been you know 10, 14. I mean, 14 point spreads. Um, so I think if LSU can get out and you know give it to them right off the bat and then. You know, just kind of hold it to them. They they, they just won't be able to compete because um, it'll just be kind of a shock to them. I think LSU is on the up and up. You know, they they only have two losses. The one was the first of the year, and then Tennessee. Um, they went last week, beat Florida at Florida. They have Alabama next week. You know, they really need to start getting turned around. They really need to win this game if they have any any hope to kind of compete in postseason play. Um, I don't think they make the playoff or anything like that, but just a good bowl game. They really need to. They need, really need to win this game. Um, and I do see LSU winning this game. The line has them by one and a half. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a blowout than that. I'd say LSU by a touchdown or more. The two thirty game on SC Network is Vanderbilt at Missouri. Um, this is going to be a really close game. Both these teams have struggled so far in SEC play. They're both zero and three. Missouri's two and four. Vanderbilt's three and four. Um, the line has Missouri by 14. I haven't watched either one of these teams, but I watched a little bit of the uh, Missouri game two weeks ago. Whenever they had the chance to to knock off Georgia, you know they just couldn't really finish out the game. I think Missouri is a isn't a bad team though, so I do see Missouri beating Vanderbilt here. But I don't know who knows the line. Like I said, Missouri by 14 is the line. I don't I don't know if it's going to be that much of a of a difference, but who knows. Um, another really big matchup is Mississippi State, who's 24, taking on Alabama at home, who is number six. Um, Alabama just got beat last week. You know, they lost to Tennessee. Tennessee's a really good team, though. Um, Alabama's re they really need to turn around this week if they hope to be in the college football playoff. I think if they lose this week, they, they're probably out. Um, Mississippi State's 5-2. and two. They lost to LSU and Kentucky just this past week. Um Mississippi State can have to get a turnaround if they hope to stay. If they lose this week, I think they fall out of the rankings and then they fall out of, you know, maybe even a New Year's Six Bowl or whatever it may be. Um, I really hope that Mississippi State does win this game um, just for the fact of, you know, we're all getting tired of seeing Alabama in there. But Alabama's not a bad team. or Alabama's a really good team. You can't just think that they're just going to give it up just because they have one loss. I think this week, I'd hate to be Mississippi State actually going in there this week. The crowd's gonna be rowdy. The players gonna be looking to looking for a little bit of revenge, and they're just gonna be ready to play. And I think Nick Saban's gonna be on them. So Alabama should win this game pretty easy, but I really hope Mississippi State does. The five thirty game is Texas A&M at South Carolina. This should be a close game. Um, Spencer Rattler at South Carolina. Uh, he's kind of looked shaky at times, kind of like how he was last year, but. I don't know. I, I, I still like Texas A&M in this game, but Texas A&M's offense just hasn't been much of anything at all this year. I really want to want to see Texas A&M turn it around a little bit. Um, maybe this is the game they do it. You know, they have three losses. Um, Alabama and Mississippi State both beat them, and then Appalachian State, who they should have beat. But I don't know. that. I've watched a couple of the games, and their offense is really stagnant. They just don't really have anything that's just super going to overwhelm you or 
just going to take your breath away, anything like that. Um, South Carolina only has two losses, and they're to Arkansas, Georgia. Um, I mean, you can handle those two losses. Arkansas was 16 when they played. Georgia was number one when they played. So, I mean, if you look at by schedule and everything and looking at previous games, I think South Carolina wins this game, but I really want to see Texas A&M turn around and win it. Texas A&M's offense just hasn't looked great this year, though. Okay, so now we'll go look at the standings for each conference and just kind of discuss that. Starting the American Conference, you know, Tulane is 3-0 in conference play. Cincinnati's 2-0. You have UCF is 2-0. And you get down to East Carolina, Memphis, and Navy all at 2-2. And then Houston, SMU at 1-1. And then Temple, Tulsa, and South Florida haven't won a game in conference play yet. I really see Cincinnati winning this conference out. Uh, Houston surely could compete for it. I mean, they got they have a, a pretty good a roster. You know, they've had some injuries here and there. Memphis could also compete for it, I think. I think Tulane isn't a bad team, but I think Tulane's going to kind of just fall apart here towards the end of the year. Um, they have Cincinnati as the last game of the year. Then SMU, UCF, Tulsa, Memphis. Memphis is this week. Um... You know, the schedule is going to be a little bit tough. Um, you know, Tulsa is kind of the easiest one left on their schedule. SMU is not a, not a great team either, but um, they're going to have to play to keep it going. I really want to see Houston get a turnaround. Um, they had some they had some tough losses right off the bat. Um, they beat UTSA by two, which would have been terrible if they had lost to them. And they went to Tech. Um, it was like fourth and 20 in overtime, and they let them. They, they gave up a first down. Kept taking the game. Tech goes down and eventually wins the game. And then against Kansas, you know, they get they lose by 18. Had players fighting each other. Um, then they turn around. They win at Rice. And then they lose at home to Tulane by three. And then they barely escape Memphis. Um, they really got to get turned around. And they need, they need a good win. I mean, like I said, I think Houston does get a good win this week at Navy. Um, and that would be a really big win for them. Just because their season has just not gone the way that they wanted it to moving on to the ACC Clemson's number one or in the, in the lead at 5-0 and Syracuse is 3-0 and in conference play Wake Forest is 1-1 one one in conference Florida State's 2-3 and three. and then the one win teams are NC State Boston College and Louisville in the Atlantic Division um, we're going to stay in the Atlantic Division for now and then we'll discuss the Coastal Division here in a minute um, Clemson's just you know, they look pretty good this year. They play Syracuse this week. That'll kind of, that'll be a, a, a kind of a, a, a testing game for both teams. Wake Forest played Clemson really close. They went to overtime, I believe. Um, Clemson has only played one of the ranked team all year in his NC State. They, they barely won last week by six points over Florida State. Florida State's look good at times, but whenever you're number five and you're undefeated, you need to, you need to, put away uh, unranked teams a little better than they have this year, I, I feel like. But uh, I could see Wake Forest, if Syracuse beats Clemson this week, I think Wake Forest is going to have to play a close game um, with Syracuse later on in the year. It's the next to last week. Um, and I really see that Syracuse could beat Clemson this week, but I, I don't know. I think Clemson's just – Clemson's a good team, but, I mean, they're definitely beatable. Um, if Syracuse does win this week, then I think that Wake Forest will end up winning this this division of the conference because I think Wake Forest is going to beat Syracuse. Um, and then you're kind of running a three-way tie type of thing. 
but I think Wake Forest is who I would pick to win it, if not Clemson. If Clemson wins this week, then Clemson's probably got it in the bag. Moving on to the Coastal Division, we'll go North Carolina. It's 3-0, and that's really the, the only team out of this side that I see. Maybe Miami and Pittsburgh probably compete. Um, Georgia Tech is 2-2, two two. Miami, Pittsburgh, Duke, Virginia, and Virginia Tech all have one wins in conference play. Um, I think North Carolina is probably going to make it to the uh, to the championship game if they have. A ch- I don't know if the ACC has a championship game. If they do, then it'll probably be North Carolina and Clemson, or like I said, North Carolina and Wake Forest. Uh, moving on to the Big Twelve, um, you have TCU three and zero, Kansas State three and zero. They both they play each other this week. One team's going to lose, um, and then. Moving down, you have the one-loss teams is Texas and Oklahoma State. The two-loss team is is uh, Kansas, West Virginia, Baylor, Tech. Uh, the three-loss team is Oklahoma, and then the four-loss team is Iowa State. Iowa State may be losing their coach after this year if things don't change around. I don't know if they fire him, but he might would leave to go to the Nebraska job. I really doubt he does, though. Um, I think TCU and Texas play for the for the championship game. Um, but, you know, watch out for West Virginia and Baylor looking to turn it around this week. Both of them looking to come rise back to the top a little bit. But I think TCU and Texas would, could prob- would most likely be my candidates to play in the Big 12 championship game. Um, I think I think this is what I'll say. Whoever wins between Oklahoma State and Texas and whoever wins between Kansas State and TCU, the winner of those games play for the Big 12 championship, I think. Um Unless Kansas can get turned around or Baylor, West Virginia can get it turned around pretty fast, um, but they're gonna. In order for that to happen, they're gonna have to have some team, some good teams lose, and I just don't know if that's gonna happen or not. In the Big Twelve or the Big Ten, the East is pretty competitive. The West is not so much competitive. Um, we'll talk about the East first. You got number four Michigan and number two Ohio State. They're both undefeated in conference play. Um, the one loss team is Penn State. They lost to Michigan. The two-loss team is Maryland. You know, they're not a bad team. The three-loss teams are Rutgers, Indiana, and Michigan State. Rutgers is yet to win a game in conference play, um, and they'll probably finish at the bottom of the of the East Division. Um, really, in all honesty, the Michigan-Ohio State game at the end is probably going to decide who the Big Ten Conference champion is, even though they'll still have to play the Big Ten championship game. Whoever wins between Michigan and Ohio State is going to win it. And I think Ohio State's going to win it, and I think Ohio State's going to go down, and they're going to beat Illinois because Illinois. It's either going to be Illinois or Purdue that that win the West, and I think it's going to be. I mean, I don't think they even put up a fight against Ohio State. So, um, Ohio State's just. I think I think they went out to be honest. I don't even know if they'll play another close game, and then they're on to the college football playoff game, and and I, like I said, I see them see them or Texas winning it all. Um, but we'll go to the West of the Big Ten. At the bottom, you have the one loss or the one win teams: Wisconsin, Northwest, Iowa, and Minnesota. The two win team is Nebraska. They're sitting third, and they're not a good team at all. So the fact that they're sitting third is kind of astonishing. Um, Illinois and Purdue are tied at the top. Um, I don't know when they play. They play in in two weeks. That's gonna kind of decide the West champion. That decides who gets to go. To, uh, I think it's Indianapolis and gets to lose to Ohio State. Like I said, I, I just don't see Ohio State losing, and I don't see Ohio State really playing even a close game the rest of the year. 
Uh, Conference USA, who I don't discuss a lot. Um, UTSA and North Texas undefeated. UAB, Western Kentucky, uh, FAU, all two-win teams. Rice, LaTeX, and UTEP are, are one-win teams. And then the, the no-win teams yet conference player, Middle Tennessee, Florida International, and the Charlotte 49ers. What a name. I did not know the Charlotte's mascot was the 49ers. Uh, I think UTSA wins the conference, but I think they, I'm pretty sure they won the conference last year. Um, I think UTSA is just a little bit better. UAB is not a bad team, though, at all. Uh, the independence, I don't even know why this is a thing. I think you should just join a conference. Um, Liberty BYU, Notre Dame, UConn, Army, New Mexico State, and UMass. New Mexico State and UMass are the two two of the bottom teams in the whole FPS. Um, Liberty hasn't looked bad at all this year. BYU's not bad. They're beatable, but if you don't play them, they'll beat you. Notre Dame's just not what everybody expected them to be. UConn's doing better than a lot of teams, a lot of people I thought. Um, you know, Army's Army. Um, what can you say about them? Um, they're not a bad football team. You know, they 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 run a little bit of that triple option and stuff, but that's just that's their identity and that's what they stick to. The Mid America Conference, I don't discuss a lot. I think Buffalo's going to win this though. Um, it's Buffalo, Ohio. Bowling Green, Miami, Ohio, Kent State, Akron, Toledo, Ball State, Northern Illinois, Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan, and Western Michigan. A lot of Michigan teams in there. Um, I think Buffalo is just the best team out of there. Maybe Toledo. Maybe Toledo could compete for it. Maybe not. I have no. I have no idea. I haven't watched any of those teams play except for Buffalo. Um, the Mountain West Conference. This is going to be a tough one. I think this is going to be. This is going to be really tough. Um, in the Mountain Conference, you have the uh, or the Mountain Division, you have Boise State undefeated. The two win teams are Air Force, Utah State, and Wyoming. Um, the one win team is Colorado State, and then the zero and three team is New Mexico. Um, and in the West, you have San Jose State with one loss. I think that, I believe that was the Fresno State. Um, Fresno State played a really good game against them too. Um, I hate how this resets every single time you click out of it. Um, in all honesty, I can see Fresno State winning the West. Um, UNLV doesn't really stand. UNLV is not not terribly good. San Diego State's beatable. Uh, Hawaii, Nevada, over the bottom. I could see it being. I don't know if they play a conference championship game or not. I, I imagine they do. Um, I could see it being uh, Wyoming and uh, Fresno State in that game. But I mean, I, I'm not going to count out Boise State. But I, I would like to see Wyoming compete for it. Um, the Pac-12. I do believe there's a, I think every conference now does. So I'm just going to assume that every conference has a, has a championship game. Um, UCLA and Oregon, who play this week, are at the top at 3-0 in conference play. USC and Utah are four or one-loss teams. Um, Two-loss teams are a whole bunch of Arizona State, California, Colorado, Washington, and Oregon State are all two-loss teams. The three-loss teams are uh, Washington State, Arizona, and then the 0-4 team is Stanford. Stanford's not a bad team, though. They just have a tough schedule. I could see Oregon and, and uh, UCLA, or not Oregon, USC and UCLA playing in this, and that would be a big game for both of those teams to play in. But uh, don't count out Utah. Utah's not a bad team at all. In the SEC, uh, you know, Georgia and Alabama have been in it, you know, just seems like forever, but just you know, here recently, Georgia's been up there, but Alabama's just been a part of it forever. But in the East, you have Georgia and Tennessee undefeated. The two lost teams are Kentucky and South Carolina. 
three lost teams are Florida, Vanderbilt, and Missouri. I really think Tennessee is a better team than Georgia. When when Tennessee plays complete games, Georgia has looked kind of off at times this year. But when Georgia's fighting on all cylinders, they're they're tough to beat. Um, it's going to be a really good game next week when they do play. Um, Tennessee has an easy game this week. Maybe they, there was probably some pretty good scheduling done there, so they didn't have to play two hard games in a row. Um, I don't know. I think that this is – I think it's going to be close. I, I don't really dislike either team, and I really don't love either team more than the other. But when Georgia's firing on all cylinders, they're hard to hard to beat. I'm going to go with Georgia winning the East, and I'm going to go with Alabama obviously winning the uh, winning the West. I think Alabama wins out. I think Ole Miss loses this week to LSU. So I think, uh, I think it's going to be Alabama and Georgia, unfortunately, in it. But uh, don't be surprised if Tennessee or maybe even uh, – Ole Miss, or I don't want to say LSU makes it, but just because they, you know, they started off kind of bad and just, but they're starting to get things turned around now. Um, but it could be Ole Miss, Tennessee. It could be Ole Miss, Georgia. It could be Alabama, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia. Maybe Kentucky gets in the mix. I don't know. Um, that's a, that's a hard one to pick. Um, so that's going to kind of be it for the day. And for this podcast, I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate the subscribing and uh, the likes, the comments, the shares, whatever it may be. Um, I appreciate everything. Um, If you would want to be a guest or you know somebody that would like to be a guest, you know, shoot me an email. Um, I put it in the description of the first podcast. I don't know if I've been putting it in the rest of them. But uh, if you would like to be a guest or you know somebody that would like to be a guest, just please reach out. All social medias are are Squiggly Cactus Leather or Squiggly Cactus. Um. That's going to be it for today. Like I said, I really appreciate everything that y'all have supported me with. And uh, thank you for watching.